0: Well, hello and welcome to Faith, Family, and Sports, the Christian podcast focusing on Christian athletes, coaches, and officials. I'm your host, Brad Loveless, and I'll be joined by our uh, guest host, Nathan Goad. Nathan's been on the podcast several times, but um, God is kind of changing the direction of this podcast a little bit. uh maybe switching up the format a little, and we're going to do things that have, uh, we haven't quite done before. It's going to be more of a roundtable-type discussion. Um, we're still going to work to get uh, other officials and coaches and athletes in on the show, but um, for the most part, it'll be me and Nathan working together as a team. How's that sound, Nathan? <laughs> That's news to me.
1: <laughs> uh well, I'm excited. Roundtable discussions are. are I love the podcast. Um, it ha- it has the capability of reaching, you know, people who normally wouldn't listen to anything with the Word of God in it. You know, they they we tend to separate out our our lives and our church and our God. You know, we, we keep them all in different little baskets, and and this podcast has the ability, at least for some people, to bring those together.
0: Right, and you know, and like I said, you know, we're changing up the the format somewhat. You know we're still going to keep it on topic of, of faith and family and sports. Amen. Um, you know we're still we're still both of us are sports guys. Um, we're both Christians, Chiefs fans. Uh, well, well, <laughs> one of us is a Chiefs fan. The other one of us, yeah, take it or leave it. <laughs> I'll let you guys decide on who that might be here after, after this podcast. <laughs> but you know, speaking of which, we we have the the Chiefs. In the Super Bowl
1: this year, isn't that exciting? You know, um, as a Chiefs fan, and I and I'm not just a Chiefs fan. They're my team. You know, I love them. Um, growing up, they were horrible. You know, you know what I'm saying?
0: Well, I remember back into in my youth uh, of the uh, Rich Gannon oh, and yeah. the, all that fiasco, and that kind of turned me off to the Chiefs as a as a teen, an early teen, a preteen. Did you, you remember know? Christian Okoye? Oh yeah, yeah, yep, the Nigerian nightmare. Uh huh. Yep. Our you know, that was all right in that same kind of time frame. Uh, uh, he was a little bit ahead of that, but yep. you know, we—I uh, just remember at that time uh, of being a, a youth and interested in sports, the, trying to follow the Chiefs, and you know, they had that they had an all-star of a quarterback sitting on the bench, right. and we watched them one and out in the in the in the postseason. Yep. You know, as a Chiefs fan,
1: ever since I I, I can remember growing up there were other teams i liked as well you know um when in the 80s i was a huge huge 49ers fan um jerry rice joe montana oh, ronnie yeah. Lott. i mean they, they were the real deal um you know everybody i'm not even going to get into who's the best quarterback everything you know <laughs> and, but but my the goat my, but my heart is my heart was always with joe montana you know yeah and i liked the eagles when they had um you know Randall Cunningham and and, and that whole crew. I, I like the way they play. Of course, right now they're my mortal enemies. There were there were more teams I didn't like. You know, I, I would probably um, say I don't even know how to word this. There, you know, I found myself um, liking a lot of teams. Yeah. You know, and there were just a few that I did not like. Like I never wanted to see win unless they were playing each other, and then I just turn off the TV. <laughs> just it didn't, didn't care. Just didn't care. But I've always been a Chiefs fan. When Joe Montana came back to the Chiefs in the 90s, it was like when Mark McGuire came to St. Louis, you know. Yeah. It was like over over the top, you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: I remember that's kind of when, when I started liking the Chiefs was, you know, Joe Montana came on board. Of course, right. everybody liked Joe Montana when I, when I was a kid. You know, he, yep. was, he was the – of course, I hate to say the word Tom Brady, but he, yep. Joe Montana was the Tom Brady of the 80s and 90s. He was. He was, he was incredible. He had Marcus Allen as a running
1: back. Neil Smith, who became a trader and went to Denver Broncos, is one of the teams I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but uh, love, uh, I've always been a Chiefs fan. And um, I never did get to go to the game one year. The year I became pastor here, um, my wife bought me tickets to go see the Chiefs for Christmas. And it was the last game after Christmas. that' playing the Chargers. And, and you know how – was when I became pastor, yeah, and 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 my pastor for those you know he retired in November of that year, and so then she had to tell me ahead of time what my Christmas present was instead of being able to just so surprise, surprise you with it, it. yeah, yeah, so, I remember that. So that was a big deal, and I got that was the first time I ever that's the only time I've ever been to watch the Chiefs, and uh, it's a good thing I don't live closer because spend a lot of money, you'd be
0: broke, <laughs> I'd be broke, yeah, hand handling in the parking <laughs> lot to get tickets, <laughs> get
1: tickets, yeah, <laughs> and uh, that was the year they won the Super Bowl. Uh, beat the 49ers, you know. Yeah. And 49ers still kind of have a soft spot in my heart. You know, they played a good game last week. They just, and they're, they the they're, they're little, their little four string quarterback. Yeah. I don't say little, but he's good. Um, but they, they need a you know, when he got hurt, they were in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And they, if they get a quarterback,
0: well, you know, they've got quarterbacks. Year. They've got some good quarterbacks at San Francisco. Probably mm-hmm. one of the best quarterbacks is at San Francisco. Um, but injuries, you know, that could be the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. You Care know, you could get be. one injury away from losing a ball game. You always – at this
1: level you are. Every player has to perform at their best, yeah. in, you know, in that moment. And I'm excited. I like Jalen Hurts. You know, he, yeah. he, he's, he's the real deal. He is, yeah. You know, you always wonder when quarterbacks come out of college, you know. Uh, you, you know, growing up you've seen guys like Brian Bosworth. You know, he, he's before your time. Bosworth played for OU. He is a big linebacker. Cover Sports Illustrated had the Mohawk, and every kid in school started getting the Mohawk. There. Yeah, and uh, trendsetter. And he was, he was. Uh, si had him, and uh, he was all you heard about. He went to the pros, and he was like,
0: eh. Johnny "Yeah, Johnny Football, You're right? You know, Johnny, Johnny Football. Man he studio. was, yeah. yeah. You know, he was the stud at the college level, right? And he really hasn't performed at the elite level You're at right. all. No. As a matter of fact, the last I
1: knew, he was playing in Canada. Yeah, I think he's
0: playing on, like, a B-league or right. something, you
1: know. And that also goes to show you that and um, such is life, but attitude is everything. That's a lot. It's, it's a lot. Your perspective, how you treat others. You know, when you're at that level, there's um, there's other guys as good as you, whether you like to admit it or not, waiting for the opportunity, you know. Yeah. And uh, um, maybe not a lot of other guys, not as good much as, say, in college. Or, but they're, you know – I mean the NFL's quarterback heavy.
0: Sure. I mean it's a it's a always well, for most of my life it's been a, a pass league. Yep. You know, so that's it boils all down to quarterbacks and receivers. Yep. And uh, you know, so that's who they look for. They look for that guy. You know, yep. they, they they want their best athlete to be the quarterback. Yep. And that's kinda that's kind of where the league's at. Every football team in the league has got a great quarterback. They do. I mean, as far if you compare them to how many teams are there? There's like, what was there, it 30, 32. 32. I two I'll say thirty-two teams mm-hmm. in the league. There's probably sixty of the best quarterbacks sure. in the world. So, right. Well, you take Chad Henney, who
1: is the backup for Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes gets hurt. Henney comes in, drives ninety-eight yards, the longest drive in Chiefs playoff history. And but Henney is a he's he's getting some age on him. But he's a legit starter in some clubs.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. He he could probably go to another franchise and be be the franchise face. You bet. Yeah. Yeah. That you see that it's a it's a well it's the NFL it's an elite level. It's an elite level. Yep. So you know we see every year out of college, you know they they
1: it gets, <laughs> right now everybody's talking draft. You know. Yeah. And so you start you, the first thing they start looking at is who's the quarterbacks coming in the draft. I mean they're coming in every year. You know.
0: Oh, yeah. The next guy's just knocking at the door. He's knocking at the door. You man. know, the the next Patrick Mahomes is standing there waiting for his turn. He is. And that's every year. It's every year. And just, you know, like Patrick Mahomes, we've seen it, well, since he's been a starter. He's had ankle injury after ankle injury right. after. Concussion. They, yeah, it don't take very long for he can't perform at that level no more, and there's right. somebody else ready to do it. I hope. I hope he stays a little while because he's under a 10 year,
1: $45 million a year contract.
0: They ain't going to be able to afford nobody else. <laughs> Salary caps, you know, yeah. knocking
1: right there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If he, you know, if he, if there, if he did get a major injury that put him out of the league, the Chiefs, they're going to be terrible for a while because they can't afford to put another quarterback in.
1: Not at that, not at that price level. And, you know, Chris Jones is, is set again to get paid next year. And, uh, he, you know, he, um, took lesser than they thought the last time to stay with the Chiefs, but he's due to be paid, you know. Yeah. And I hate to even say it like that because he makes like $20 million a year right now, you know. Wouldn't it be nice? Well, my goodness. <laughs> you know? I, I think I could work for that. Frank Clark, I don't know when he's up, but he is paid a lot, you know. The Chiefs have a lot of money tied up in two or three players, um, but they have, a as a, as a group, they have a, a, a good group all together, and eventually you can't pay them all.
0: Well, that's the problem, and I think that's what has been. I mean, that's kind of why the league set up the way it is, yeah. is that so that you can't build those super franchises, right. you know, that nobody can beat.
1: You can't have no, you can't have the Yankees of the NFL, right? right?
0: Yeah, except it's, for the Patriots, and they, you know, <laughs> that only lasted for a while. Only last for a while before it wasn't too long. All them first first round drafts and stuff, right? You know, you you miss out on those, and your salary cap gets you, and yeah. That's how the Chiefs got Mahomes. That's how the Chiefs got (laughs)
1: Mahomes. I've read an article today about Chicago passing on Mahomes, Chicago Bears. Yeah. Chicago was supposed to draft him, I think maybe third. And um, they had called his dad, and his dad had done an interview and said if they did take a quarterback, they were going to take Mahomes, you know, get ready. And, uh, but, you know, he really wasn't expecting them to take a quarterback. And Chicago came out and drafted who's it? Another quarterback. I don't remember his name. Uh, Um, and left Mahomes hanging. How how would you like to have been the one who made that decision? Yeah, I, would not. <laughs> I bet you that guy's like hanging, still got his head, head hung low. Can't you imagine Chiefs guys in the wings were high fiving each other though? <laughs>
0: oh, well, you know, of course, when they drafted him, they they didn't know what he's going to be. You True. know, he, he he was Mahomes was a good college player, but he wasn't like right. one of the top names in the college. True. But, you know, he didn't really showcase until he started for the chiefs
1: right Well, and a lot of the franchises were a little bit scared of him because of his i'll say unorthodox style of play yeah you know i've seen his old passes left-handed and mm-hmm. you know he's not he doesn't have a lot of speed um you know he's not he he's not going to run you over um like some of the other quarterbacks in the league can do now you know yeah. um but he knows how to make things happen and that's his that's his thing <laughs>
0: It, uh, it just, I'm just amazed by him. He could play the sorriest game you've ever seen played until two minutes left in the yeah. fourth quarter, down by 20, and come back and – like, how in the world does somebody do that consistently? <laughs> right. Well, here's
1: kind of the deal, though, and I've been watching stats all year, you know, and comparing them in each game how they play. And Mahomes will come out, and if he has a bad game, it's still better than most people's good games. Yeah, he still throws yeah. for more yards. He still, yeah. you know. And but it's a lot,
0: it seems like a lot of time that's done, like I said, in the last two minutes of the game. <laughs> yeah, true
1: story. True story. <laughs> you know. 13 seconds on the Bills. And, yeah. yeah.
0: It's just insane. Like, where does he find that,
1: that sixth gear at? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, luck, you know. Well, luck only what, take you so far. But it's always been winner's luck. If you've w- watched football, Tom Brady, okay, let me just go ahead and lay this out here, so people quit listening to us now. I've never been a Tom Brady fan, and I've never been a Patriots fan, and uh, and so and there's there's a personal story behind that. And but so but Tom Brady, when you get when you're good, you find um, that luck just seems to come to you. How many games did Tom Brady was he beat, and just come back at the last second, make a last minute drive,
0: a hail mary yeah. that they pull into the end zone? Yeah, you know, like. Yeah. That doesn't happen for everybody. That does not happen
1: for everybody, you know. And I know that sounds crazy. Troy Aikman was the same way, yeah. And maybe even Montana to a degree, you know. Um, well,
0: you know, Montana was was a very technical quarterback. He like, was. He did everything textbook. He did. And it, you know, and I think that led to a lot of his success. Right. But you know, one thing about Joe Montana, Joe Montana called his own plays, right? You know, he right. didn't. There wasn't no microphone in Joe Montana's ear telling him what the play was going right. to be. He called his own plays, made his own audibles. Yep. You know, it was a different league. It was a different league. Yep. And uh, you know, uh,
1: and they say you make your own luck. You know. Yeah. And I'm not a, and as a Christian, I'm not a luck believer. You know. No. No, and, I and believe a, in divine appointment. Divine appointments, but uh, it just seems like it's that way sometimes. You know. You know,
0: and that's one thing I will say about Patrick Mahomes. He does give God the glory. He I don't know do what his walk with God is personally. I, I have it. no idea. Yeah. But. He talks a lot about God. He does. And gives God the credit and gives God the glory. He and does. that kind of keeps me on his side. It does. It does. I always <laughs>
1: like it. Um when when any athlete in any sport gives God the glory, whether it's um um Kate Kaufman talking about that the other night on on your podcast a couple months ago, he was talking about doing it. Yeah. And uh or Tim T yeah. taking a knee, or um I always like to see it. You 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 know and, and um i don't want to say it's not genuine not at all who well, in some cases i i know it is in some cases it may just be for looks but either way god people are saying god gets some glory well you, you know, know what, so. it
0: was like paul said well you know he said i don't care if he if he's preaching against me but he's preaching about god amen you amen. know
1: yeah.
0: and so god be the glory yeah. you know and that's a yeah. uh, that's still it. God getting the glory, so it doesn't really matter. It really doesn't matter how it comes, as long as you know. It reminds me of when the disciples
1: come to Jesus and say, "Hey, there's these men over here, and they're healing the sick, and casting out demons. You want us to call down fire on them?" Yeah, <laughs> right. He's like what? Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, he's, yeah. like, he's like, he's yeah, he's they're for us. Don't you see that? You yeah, know?
0: well, and that's that's it. You know, even and I've heard I've heard people well, he's just he's just being fake. Well, care. maybe he is, yeah. but. There's a lot of
1: it's, lot lot of young people to watch that.
0: You bet. You know, yeah. uh, and I think back to, uh, you know, I can't think of one particular player, but used to see a lot of them do it, but kind of do the the Catholic cross their heart, point the yeah. point to the scars, you know, and yeah. after they made a basket or yeah, <laughs> you know, and that was their way of giving God the glory, or yeah. whether that was just a routine for them or what. But mm. I, when I was a kid and impressionable. I I knew what they were doing. You know, right. I knew they were saying thank you Jesus. Yep. And uh, so, you know, w- whether that had much effect on me or not, I don't really know, but it, I recognized what they were up to yep. and why they were doing it. Yep.
1: It's it's bold. Let's just, yeah. just say like Yeah, that. it's a
0: sense of boldness Kurt, and
1: Kurt Warner was a, a, another huge one, you know, when he played for the Rams and later after they traded him off but um you know he was a uh, he was a born again spirit filled believer you know right and uh, and that was and
0: probably one. one of the best quarterbacks there ever was he was a good one you know
1: he was a good one
0: i i really believe if he if Kirk Warner was on a team like the Chiefs have built mm-hmm. you know if he had the surrounding help You're right that he would be the best have the best stats the best quarterback of all time but i would I mean, say that
1: ram that ram's super bowl win that that Kirk took them to was probably one of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen. Yeah, um, yeah, that was a good game. Second, a- second only to the Chiefs coming from behind beating Forty Nine ers.
0: That was, you know, that was one of those spectacular last half plays. You know that I was talking about Mahomes. Right. <laughs> the what the greatest thing of that game was is that the uh, the Forty Nine ers they thought they had her beat. You know, they were doing the end zone, The end zone dance. Yeah, yeah. that was a great. You know, yeah. <laughs> so today I kind of want to switch gears here a little All bit, right. and we should probably talk about some Jesus. Yeah, let's talk about a little Jesus today. <laughs> um, you know, I text you kind of, a, oh, a uh, topic, I guess, right? Kind of a topic for for this podcast, and and I'll this podcast will be named this. You know, and that that is that the the Bible is to you but not all of it is for you. I would say,
1: say, and and if if actually, if I opened up my phone and showed you my notes, which I can show you right there, but it says the Bible is for us, but not all to us.
0: (laughs) I like it. It's almost just the same thing. It's the same thing. Just kind of, uh, uh, Scratched back and forth, right? But you know that thro- that thought crossed my mind and has been on my heart for a while. Sure. Of you know, especially as a young believer, you you read things in the Old Testament, right. or you hear preached out of the Old Testament, and i and some things even in the New Testament. You know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John were all written from the Old Testament point of view, right? And uh, and then even part of Acts.
1: Mm-hmm
0: um but so you uh you know you look at some of those things that you hear that you read that you see in the old testament you know um there's certain things that said and you know i've heard people claim claim uh blessings you know like some of abraham's blessings right you know well that's maybe not for you i I I don't know you know <clears throat> if we go back to
1: abraham in genesis 12 um he is a really specific blessing over Abraham, and it's really specific to the nation of Israel. Mm-hmm. You know, but then you come to Galatians, and he says, "You know, we're no longer circumcised of the flesh; we're circumcised of the heart, and therefore, Abraham's seed through the blood of Christ." Right, and so, um, so it, it's it, you know we get it. We can look into um, the valley of dry bones. You know that prophecy put in Ezekiel, and uh, that's a prophecy we, we, um, we I, I guess I said this correctly, um, that's a prophecy that's for the nation of Israel. He's talking about there in the Valley of Dry Bones. He, he, he's really telling the nation of Israel, you're this Valley of Dry Bones, and God's going to raise you up. Right. Um, and so that that's specific to that group of people. Even the book of Luke's wrote to Theopolis, um, but can we glean from it? Well, the the Bible tells us that all
0: Scripture is profitable. First Timothy three 6. that, 16, Sorry, yeah. First, that First Timothy three sixteen. Yep. That all all the whole entire Bible is there for our edification to build us. Right. And it's profitable f- for reproof. Yep. For doctrine. For doctrine. Yep. Doctrine first, actually, is what the way yep. it comes. It says for doctrine. You know, it I've lists got doctrine it right here. first. I'll- just pull that up and read it for us, Nathan. I, I, I will. Uh,
1: it says, all Scripture, 16 says, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may, may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. That's right. That's, so, it. that's it's in,
0: it. It's in the book. It's in the book. So, you know, that's the reason. That is the, I mean, it's, it's all good the whole entire from from Genesis 1 to the last page of Revelation it's it's all good so it, so
1: i think you know what is for us and what is to us is really perspective driven um this and so when i say that this is this is perspective driven um maybe situational is is a a better word we can you know we can say, well, the only thing left for us in there that is going to be to us would be revelation, you know, because, you know, everything else has, you know, mean, there's some stuff in Daniel, you know, right. that, that the prophecies in Daniel and, 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 that are of revelation. Yep. A few things like that, but we can say, well, the rest of it's for us and not to us. Um, but how many times have you heard someone preach? Well, you know, he may have been writing a letter to Timothy. Paul may have been writing a letter to Timothy, but really he's writing a letter to me. And, there can be some truth in that as well, you know, whether, you know, I understand the statement. Let me say it like that. I understand the statements, you know, um, uh, and so it's all um, there for us. Yeah. Even though it's not all wrote specifically to us, you know, um, and 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 pretty incredible, you know, um, Matthew writes primarily to the Jews, you know, um Mark never met Jesus, you know he's just writing his gospel um, John's the last one to write it. Luke wrote to the Theopolis in in the book of Luke he's also writing to the Theopolis in the book of Acts you know yeah. and, and I don't know who Theopolis was you know i've tried to study Theopolis out, and they've come up with some things, but nothing I can say solidly
0: well know? from from my studies i've i mean and this is i'm with you I, there's no definite proof of who right. Theopolis was. But I, I've reached the my own conclusion that Theophilus was a high-ranking Roman official. He's got the the name sounds like a high-ranking yeah. Roman official. Um whether that be in military or in just right. in government, who knows? who knows? I mean, but that's you know that's the best conclusion I can draw from my study of Theopolis, is that he's just some high-ranking person. Yep. In the Roman Empire, um, that Luke had become friends with. Right. Um, through through you know, and I honestly believe was a Christian. The, Theopolis was sure. a Christian. Sure, or, I believe that too. So you know that, and that may be part of the reason why you know that the Roman Empire eventually became. You know, sure. Very well, maybe maybe the reason that
1: Theopolis didn't look
0: that water his uh, letter
1: up and fill it in the trash. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Real. I mean, he he took good enough care to keep it put up and preserve, which yep. you know that was preserved by the Holy Spirit. Right. But. You know, that we have those books, and it's still 2,000, right, well, right at 2,000 years later now. Almost, yep. yeah.
1: Well, actually, probably. Yeah, I think we're getting close. Yeah.
0: Another 20 years. 20 right? years, yeah. something like that,
1: yeah.
0: So, but the point, I guess the point that I was trying to draw is that, you know, there's things that happen in the Old Testament. Like, you uh, take the the book of Job, <laughs> oh. you know, the Job's affliction. Right. And, uh, you know, and I, and I actually had this asked of me um, in some counseling here just a few weeks ago. I had a person approach me, um, you know, well, and because their kid had brought this up and wanted to know, you know, well, if God is good and God is God, why would he afflict Job? Right. And why, you know, why would a good God allow bad things to happen? Right. Job had some issues, though. Well, that's it. And that's and that's, you know, that's the point that I'm, I'm making is that, you know, Job had a problem. Job had a pride problem. He did. Uh, If you study the the book of Job, you you realize that Job was very prideful. Everything he had, he had right. And uh, so it was a different time. The Old Testament was was different. It was, and it started at Adam and Eve. You know, and Adam Adam and Eve, when when they sinned, God said, "You shall surely die." Right. Right. And not only did they die, but they also handed all authority of earth. To Satan. Sure. So at the time of Job, which was after Adam, Satan had all authority on earth.
1: He has all of mankind's rights that were given to him in the, in the Garden of Eden.
0: So. He has our
1: authority, yes. Because
0: God is good, and God won't lie. Right. When he gave authority to man, and man gave it to Satan, right. God wouldn't go against that. You are correct.
1: You're 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 very much crazy. It took Jesus to the cross to get it back.
0: That's it. And but at, uh, at the, the time sacrifice. of that, and that's the point that I'm making is that at the time of Job, God didn't have the authority, right, to correct Job in his pride, right in
1: the in the book of Job. I always found you know it if you it does sound a lot like Job get draws the short stick, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, I can remember when I was a new Christian, and um, one, the, I think it was one of the first books I read. I was like, I'm going to read Job, you know. And every Christian's like that because they want to hear about the trials of Job. New Christian, you know, if they've heard, if they know anything, they've heard of Job, you know. Yeah, and they'll run to it. And and that should be the last book you read, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and it almost sounds like God and the devil are are um, in cahoots. Well, it almost sounds like they're gambling over Job or something, yeah. you know. Um, and that's and while it sounds like that, that's that's I wasn't there. Okay, so, right. But that's probably not the way it happens, you know, and um, and you know, Job is sitting on an ash heap, monologuing about how great a man he is, and he can't understand why he's like this. And God has to say, "Stop, Job. This is where your problems at. Mm-hmm. You know, this is it." He says, "Have you seen the storehouses where I keep the snow?" You yeah. know, and he just goes on. Can you make the thunder? Can you? you know measure the 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 breadth of heaven and the earth and it is um, Job gets corrected.
0: Yeah. And Job comes out the other side right. with a blessing that yep. he never could have had. And it seems harsh. It does seem it harsh. harsh. But. but it was the way of the Old Testament. It was. Until we had Jesus get that authority back for us. It was. That was the way that God had to do things because God is good and God True. will not lie. Sure in the New Testament when you're talking about
1: the gospels it caused, you know the devil, the, the God, little G of this world. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, he takes Jesus into the wilderness, tempts him three times. And, and so if there, if he really can't give him all these kingdoms, if he'll bow down and worship him, then it's really not a temptation. It wouldn't be a temptation it if, it if you don't own a it. Yeah. And so he really did ha- ha- have man's authority and to a certain degree, um, Still has a lot of men's authority just because we let him have. Because as,
0: as individuals, let him have. It. As
1: individuals, we let him have. We have him, let him have rule in our life.
0: Yeah, but yeah. So, so to make the back to the point that reason or through Job's affliction, it was a different time. It was. We now live under the of gr- the grace of God. We live under the grace of God because yeah. Jesus has came. Jesus died on the cross. He took the authority back, and right. He sent His Spirit to dwell within us. Right. So now when God has to correct us, right. we have the, the corrector, the, the comforter, the guider that you lives within so. us.
1: You're right. You're right. We're just having a conversation about this downstairs.
0: the yeah. you know. And After. so God doesn't have to use the devil. The devil, you know, right. at the time of Job, the way to correct Job was the devil had to do it. Right. He had the authority. Yep. But now God has the authority back right. and his spirit's here on earth with us a different we're we're under we're in a lot better place than what job was in we're in a lot better place and there was some level of protection
1: because god had to pull his hand off of job yeah um and it, it expressly says that and i'll have job open in front of me but um it expressly says he had to pull his hand off of job and uh you know before the enemy could he says you know well you look what you you know the devil says well look what you've done to job you kept yeah. your hand upon him you blessed him here you've blessed him here you know and god is proud of job uh, he, he you know in job he he you know when he when the devil comes in um, before the throne of god with the he says hey have you seen
0: my servant job yeah he calls oh, him my
1: servant he says hey yeah he said have you seen my servant job talks talks about him and so um
0: job's a hard book it's very hard it's a hard but book but it's a good book to draw the point out of that oh. those things that god did were are good for us to know good they for are. us to learn about Right, help us going. grow.
1: Job's problem is pride. We can address pride, in yeah. There, you know,
0: um, and so, but the know, way God dealt with that then is not the way that God's going to deal with it with us as individuals. You're correct, and uh, um, yeah, you're you are
1: you are correct. God deals with us on a a uh, personal inward check to start with. We have His Spirit. We have His Spirit. You know, He talks to us. He shows us. You know, so many. If I was going to sit and listen to it, list all the ways that God has dealt with me when I have failed, um, that list would probably be too long. Whether it was a brother coming to me, first of all, if it's a brother coming to me, I've already ignored that inward
0: check. Yes. I, I, yeah.
1: You know, I may not, you can harden your heart. You can harden your spirit, man. You can make him numb to things. And you, and you know, you do something wrong and maybe you get that check. Um, and then you do it again and that check's not as much. And, and before you know it, it's just okay to do it.
0: You yeah. Know? You don't, you're not, you've completely tuned that out. You've tuned that out. And, yeah, it's a pretty
1: scary place to be
0: for a Christian. It, it, it really is. It's a pretty dangerous place and, you know, And, you know, we think we're, we're sitting here as we're talking, and I know that people listening are thinking about big sins, you yeah. know, murder or, or things like that. And it's, it's all little things. It is. We're, we numb ourselves out to little things. We do. Daily about maybe even what station you're listening to on the radio. Yeah, we, do. we do. You know. I just listen to this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, not really, I, but I do listen
1: to. Um, I, I never have, of it, I'll say this I never have secular music on my radio. I can't, You're right?
0: I can't, you know. Uh, and when I do, when I, you know, I maybe ride with somebody else or right. in a situation where I'm listening to that old feel good flesh feeding, yeah, right. I like it. Don't get You're me right. wrong, I like that old country music, You're right? But every time I do. I'll stub my toe and say a cuss word the same day, <laughs> every time. And every time I'm like, right. Damn, I knew it was that country music. That it, makes country me, music? it makes me cuss every time. It always think about is your dog dying. Your mom yeah. running off with
1: your best friend. And well, you know, your truck won't
0: start. Just good, good old country music. Yep. Yeah. Usually
1: when I'm driving down the road, I'm either listening to, uh, I've got a Spotify playlist, you know, and it's, um, Phil Wickham, it's, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, or uh, I'm listening to I listen to a lot of different preachers.
0: That's what I feel like. You know, I, I make a lot of long trips, and when I do, I'm either listening to other podcasts, um, Christian podcasts. You know, I'm always right. listening to Christian podcasts, or I'm listening to. I like to listen to Billy Graham.
1: You're right, love. Billy you know, Graham. I
0: like to listen. To, I, I've got the Billy Graham channel on my XM. I listen to that a lot. Um, I really like Billy Graham. You know, Billy Graham. I wish that I had the anointing that Billy Graham had. Oh my goodness! Because he took such a simple message. Right. I mean, a kindergarten preacher could preach it, uh, and took it to the masses of the world, and watched a million people come to Christ. It was insane what Billy Graham was anointed to do, and um,
1: and I don't know. I don't even know where his mansion's going to be built in heaven, but it's going to be in the neighborhood we're not allowed into. Probably right. Yeah. <laughs> of course, he, you he know, did great mighty things for the kingdom.
0: He seemed, he, well, God, God worked mightily through Billy God, Graham.
1: God worked mightily through You him. know,
0: um, but just like if you listen to some of those old Billy Graham messages right. from the 40s and 50s and 60s, and they were simple. They seem simple, don't they? They were so simple. I'm like, right. man, I've known this stuff my whole Christian life. Right. But when Billy Graham preached it, even still when you listen to it, the anointing of God was on him. That, that's in not my message this week, but my
1: message next week. <laughs> you know about giving the word and and so none of none of none of hopefully none of our church will listen to this hopefully they do after this how's that <laughs> but you know like jonah goes to Nineveh, yeah and uh finally finally and and uh we went we work working and jonah and Nineveh not just a city but it's an area um that encompasses three cities so it's it's a city and a province yeah you say it like that in the Assyrian empire and um Jonah goes to Nineveh. It says it takes him three days to walk across it. And he speaks one line. And it's actually five words in Hebrew. It's more than that in English. And here's his message to us: 40 days in this city is going to be destroyed. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's his message. But God sent him there, and the anointing that rested upon him, and the biggest revival ever recorded takes place.
0: Yeah. It says the book tells us that the entire region Right. Repented mm-hmm. and turned to the Lord. Yep. You're talking about... Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. It's like going to Springfield, preaching a five-word sermon. Right. And watching the whole town of Springfield
1: repent. It was probably... I don't know what the population of Springfield is. It was probably larger. The the Bible records Nineveh, the city, as about 120. But it took takes Jonah three days to walk across with his message. So he was probably going across the province that campus three cities... About sixty miles. Yeah, and every little square, he'll stop in and say, 40 days, you're you're going to
0: burn, you know. Forty days, and God's going to get you, and He hates them. He hate know? well, and that's to to pull back on that to the beginning of that story. These ain't Jewish people. They're no, they're not Hebrew they're people. people. They're Gentile people.
1: Yep, you they're, know, they're they're Syrians, and um, you know, they 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 actually have. Excavated Nineveh, it's outside of Mosul, Iraq. It'd be kind of like a suburb of it, and um, they have found what what these like tablets, and on these tablets, they talk about the evil things to do, like they would flay thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people, and wrap the walls of their town in their skin. You know, yeah, they invented um, um, crucifixion. They they would put um, impale people on stakes. They'd lay siege to a city, and then get all the country folk. A them on stakes, and the message to that city: You need my CD. This is on last week, <laughs> <laughs> and the message is: You're next. You know, yeah. And we're going to get you too. You know, they would wear skulls as necklaces, and they they were a particularly brutal group of people. Barbaric, barbaric. Gouge out people's eyes, cut their nose, ears, and hands and
0: feet off, and then
1: make them with the rest. So of you can
0: kind of see why uh, he, did, he didn't. Oh want yeah, to go. you. you <laughs> three
1: times they tried to wipe Israel off the face of the earth. You can see why, At, but. I guess I'm gonna take it back to our point because because we're we're way down a rabbit. Yeah, incredible. we
0: yeah that happens. Sorry,
1: the anointing that rested upon Jonah to do what God had called him to do um, was an incredible anointing. That and yes, the, that's and, what did it because Jonah's message, quite was, frankly, stunk.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, and that's I'm not saying that Billy Graham's message is stunk because no. they were good. Oh, I no, mean, Billy's he was is good. He he was well prepared, but his messages were so simple that right a, a baby Christian. Or a non Christian understood it. They understood it. And, 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 you know, Billy Graham
1: was uh, an evangelist, uh, not a pastor, or he was an evangelist. And so he has to preach to people who have never heard the, maybe never heard the word of God, don't know the word of God. He's out there, he's out there chasing that man who doesn't know. Yeah. And so he has to make that message, you know, I heard him preach the prodigal son one time, and I thought, wow, that's like, the most anointed, simple message I've ever heard, um, and then uh, and, and then people out of the upper deck of the stadium had to away oh, from thousands of people f- to flood the field, yeah. And he reached those people with that, yeah. Message. That's
0: that's what's insane to me. Of course, if you hear it on the radio. You don't you don't get the you know the visual, but if you watch mm-hmm. one of the old television pod or the television uh, cast right. that they did of the Crusades, right? And you just thousands upon thousands and thousands of people down there. Receiving Christ receiving every Christ. night, you know they'd have those things for weeks at a time, and every right. night of the event there'd be thousands of people down there. So I've got a question for you now, so you're the interviewer now.
1: I'm going to I'm going to be the interviewer. Well, that's fine. Let's talk about translations.
0: Tra- oh, okay. <laughs> about you talking about different translations of the Bible. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about translations. Well, what do you read most of the time? Um, if I'm just reading, I I read a lot of the NIV. Right. Um just to read. Now, if I'm going to study, I start my study in the King James. Start your study in King James. Yeah. I always start my study with the King James. Um, not for, you know, I've heard people claim, well, the, some there's error in some b- books. There's, you know, or right. this or that. Um, not that I, I'm admitting that that, or, or trying to say that there's error in some, well, some of the books there is error. Right. Um, but, With the ones that I use, the NIV, um, I will use the message for cross-reference. Right. Um, I also will use uh, Young's Literal Translation a lot for just referencing. um, And then I'll also use the Jewish Orthodox Bible some for Old Testament, if I'm referencing Old Testament stuff. Right. Um, Just try to further my understanding of each particular verse. But if I am preparing for service or a sermon, I, I will use King James as my foundation. What do you use a preach out of? Generally, NIV. Generally, NIV. Yeah, yeah. generally, uh, or the
1: New King James. Right. I use the, New King James a lot, but I use NIV. I've used New Living. I'm, I've really become a fan of ESV. Yeah. Um, and and ESV is like King James or NASB. Um, they are. Word for word translations. So when the translators sit down and open them up, they translate right. this word means this, and this word this means this. This word means 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 this. Um, probably, um, you know, you get into to Bibles like Amplified, and they're more paraphrase. Yeah, you know.
0: And I think that you know I, that uh, depends on what I guess depends on the topic. If, whether you're preaching or teaching, right? Um, if I if I'm going to be preaching. A foundational or a doctrinal message, or if I'm going to be teaching for certain, I'll be in the King James or the NI or the New King James.
1: Right. Um. I, li- I like New King James. I've grown.
0: I like the New King James. I feel like it holds really, really close to what the King James is. Right. But it, it's I. You know, I preach a lot to to uh, non Christians, uh, younger Christians, and I feel like. With the King James, it's hard for people to grasp sometimes what the King James has to say. Right. Well, the New King James is still holding close to the King James and puts it in the, in the language that they can understand. Right. Well, you know, you get
1: you, NIV, and I said it's a paraphrase. And I actually, just looked at my notes, but um, paraphrase would be more like an amplified. An NIV would be a thought for thought translation. Yeah, thought for thought. Yeah. You know, and and uh, but I I usually tr- try to at least for some of the older folks, you know. Um they love King James, you know? yeah, so I usually i mean new King James um nothing against King James, my favorite Bible that's held together by duct tape and prayers is the King James Bible in yeah. the house you know
0: i am still a firm believer that the King James is the word of God, sure, um is it the only word of god i will I'll listen to that debate well, it was um translated
1: for a uh, for a uh horrible human being, you know James was not a good guy, no, and um uh, I find things in there that have been um, translated incorrectly a lot that some of the other Bible some of the other translations will look at. I will not I won't,
0: I won't say I'm incorrectly, not but James
1: for our listeners out there.
0: Well I won't say that the that it's been translated incorrectly, but I will say that there's better translations. Better translations. Yeah. I think. That's that's, yeah, that's things that are more more true to what right. the original author was writing.
1: I had a I heard a preacher one time saying um. Everybody. Every other translation was just a perverted view of the Bible. Yeah.
0: Know. And I, I listened. I, I
1: struggled with that.
0: One of my favorite podcasts that I listen to is, and they're they are strict diehard King James only. The, the what is it? The sixteen twenty two. Yeah. King James only, uh, and uh, and that really. If if you that way, it really makes it easy to stand on that doctrine that they preach. It does. It closes you off from an awful lot. Yeah, and so I I can see why people take that stance of the sixteen twenty two King James only because right. that really aligns with the doctrine they they teach and they preach. Right. Is it wrong? I don't think it's wrong to be. I you know I don't think because it's it's the inspired word of God. Right. It's still, I still believe that the King sure. James is the inspired Word of God. Sure, I also believe that the NIV is the inspired Word of God. Right. So you know we we can we can, we can kick that ball around. Yeah, you can kick we? that can back and forth <laughs> all day long. And you know, and and them guys that I'm talking about, you know, that believe the 1622 Bible is the Bible, they're not wrong. Right. But I don't believe I'm wrong either. That right, the NIV is also inspired by the same spirit that inspired the 1622 Bible I, I, you are correct you don't always kind of revert to my
1: King James actually what I revert to is Greek and Hebrew you know and um, um, and it's funny because you can even um, the the Hebrew was originally translated to Greek um, now we have you know straight word for word, Hebrew translation right. so, you know originally you had the surgitude and it was translated Old Testament was translated his first translation was to Greek, so you can actually go back to the Old Testament in Greek yeah if you if you want you know um and so uh
0: yeah it's a you know i I really believe that if you're seeking God if you're getting into God's word and yeah. you're seeking God that the Spirit's going to reveal itself to you or himself yeah. to you through whatever translation you're reading that's of God right. Yeah, and then, if you're into a translation that's not of God, there's, there's, they're out there. Oh yeah, you know, there, there's translation out there that are not of God. Oh yeah, there are. And uh, if you're into one of those and you're reading, I believe that same Spirit is going to tell you this is not of God. Right. You need to get out of this. Get out of this, right? You'll know you're in rebellion. Yes.
1: And I mean, that's just how good our God you is. You know, there's,
0: there's some translations out there that try to get people off on, uh, on like. Angel worship and sure. and things like that and 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 there's a lot of that a lot of people that fall into that trap.
1: Sure, there are. You know, there's a lot of books out there. You know, and and, and um, I've talked about them before when I'm preaching. I never have used them. Um, there are some other books out there um, that other other religions use that maybe most Protestant religions don't. Even Catholics, you know, they have some different books in their Bibles. Jewish. Um, of course, they're they're not Christians, you know. Right. But they have they they run some different books as we do.
0: They don't have like they pretty much end at the Old Testament, and then their New Testament or what would be New Testament is really like some. Well, they keep in some books like the Book of Enoch, and in yeah.
1: our Bible that we use every day, there's one quote from the Book of Enoch in there. I mean, it's just it's just there. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, but I I have read the Book of Enoch. Um, there's t- there's a couple of them. Um, and there's the Book of Maccabees. Um, just some, just some different books like that. You know, the Book of Enoch can get you into that if you're not careful. And I've seen people go down that road. Um, you I've, know, I've never read
0: it. Yeah, I have. I never know. have. You know, I've bet I've had people suggest that I read it. I actually, had at Christmas dinner, a uh, elderly lady. So I sat and, and talked to. At my wife's Christmas. I don't even know how who she's related, right. like how she got there, but um, very knowledgeable lady, right. very knowledgeable on the word, but really got off on some some things. It almost kind of reminded me of Seventh day Adventist right. type belief system right. um, and was really like, you need to read the book of Enoch. you got to read that.
1: Well, I have some questions about the, you know, I have some questions that will never be answered about the book of Enoch. And I, I see how it doesn't get its legitimacy. Yeah. Um, and so, it, while it's an interesting read, um, I would say you need to be. Re- I hate to say that I'm spiritually mature, <laughs> you know. <don't laughs> say, but you need to be someone who who is spiritually mature. You know what you know. You believe what you believe. You don't need to be. You don't want to be impressionable. Yeah. You don't be impressionable. You don't be closed minded um, because you don't. You know, you you don't only just close off the world. You close off God too. But when you go into Book of Enoch, you need to know that it's not the bible yeah um and 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 read it for what it is um but um, you know that has kept me. I've actually been wanting to do a series now for probably over a year, and I just haven't done it yet on angels and demons um because um people who have read that book people get get off in that, and they they get off so deep that it it's hard to get them out of that, yeah. And, and, so, and it's
0: what it, I mean. It is what I called it: angel worship. Yeah. And you know, in every every instance where you see where somebody fell at the foot of angels, you know, yep. John, yep. Um, John did it in Revelations. You know, and yep. the angel said, "Get up! Why are you worshiping me? <laughs> right. we, we're both created from the same God, right?"
1: It's uh, it it's it just uh, one of those one of those things. And I, and I, and it seemed like for a while, every time I turned around, somebody was giving me a book a book on it. Yeah. Look, this, look, look at this book on angels. Look at this book on angels, and I'm like, we have, I, we're obsessed with them as a people, you know. Yeah. And if I, if an angel showed up right here in this room right now, Brad, we would probably be pretty blown away. Hey,
0: hey. You know, I mean. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you got uh, one sitting right here, but Right. Yeah. right? <laughs> That's my wife. Right. Uh, her name
1: and number is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. No. So I've kind of. I've stayed I've stayed away from that a little bit. I know it's coming. Um, there's been a few things like that that I've not preached because uh, because, my, because I'm not sure how to preach it yet. Um, I do know that I will be doing that probably this year. Yeah, and, and I would like to be able to do it. Maybe and you know we do our evenings different than, than we used to, but maybe as an you know a two or three week evening right series you know so.
0: Anyway. Well, yeah, it's just it's a good it's a good topic. I mean, angels are real, demons are real. Sure. Um, but neither are to be worshipped. Neither are to be worshipped. You know, and that's a that's that's a problem, you know, and even the angels won't allow you to worship them. Right. You know, if you're face to face with an angel, they won't allow you to fall at their feet. Right. They just say, "Hey, we're not God." You're right. They will. Now, the demons, the on the hand, will let, that's, that's a different story. They want to be worshipped. Yeah. So, well, Nathan, hey, this has been a, a great first podcast on our, our yes. new format. Um, I'm thankful for you. Thank you for taking your time again to oh, sit in it. with this with me. We're going to... Try to get maybe we'll try to get Richard Johnston back on here next week if we if he's back. You know, he, I, bet
1: I can recruit Jared Moore back in if we, we
0: get to. Jared Moore maybe back and some of the other guests that we've had and get him on this type of format to where we're just a round table um, sitting here relaxing, chilling, acting all cool. Right,
1: <laughs> shoot some beeball outside the
0: school. <laughs> oh, we're getting into, <laughs> getting into some fresh friends. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but you know, uh, it, it, uh, God has really blessed this podcast and and. And because it is of God, I feel, you know, God inspired me to do this. I want to I keep doing it to the best of my ability and keep Amen. honoring God. And I know that and, and God gets the glory for it. You know, God, God hopefully somehow, some way is seeing Amen. soul saved through this maybe, you yeah. know. And, and that's the best I can hope for. Somebody touched. Somebody, somebody touched and inspired, maybe corrected. Right. Well, well, God knows. God knows the purpose and the reason. So we just give him the praise and the glory um until, until next week we'll we 'll see you again um, we 're going to continue to try to publish on Fridays now that we 're back in the swing of things we 'll uh get other guests on here and, and talk and and we 'll just keep keep working at it for you and we just thank you all for listening one more time and and may God be with you and bless you throughout the week
1: bless you guys.